The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. In the early years in Eretz Yisrael, <clears throat> the government, the fortune was very, very bad. It's, it's well known to, to the Svaradim that were coming over from various different countries, from Morocco and other countries. They treated the, the Yidden very terribly. And they tried to really, like, completely get rid of their, their connection to, to Yiddishkeit. And they came over with payas and they tried to get them to, to get rid of the payas and secularize them, make them kibbutzniks. And they, they, they put them, they'd come, especially the children, they'd put them in like these camps to try to teach them and keep them away from society and say like, here nobody is religious and here you don't have, you don't have payas and you don't have beards, you don't have yarmulkes. Like they wanted this, it was very sad, very terrible. There was a lot. The Chazanish obviously was obviously disgusted by this and upset about this, and he he tried to do everything he can to uproot this and to be mechazik. That this is a terrible way. And one day he sent he sent two bachrim to one of these camps to try to infiltrate <clears throat> and bring ruchnias and be mechazik the these the svardim in this camp. And they get to this place, and the guards were these like staunch leftists, whatever, and they, <clears throat> they knew what they were coming for, and they wouldn't let them in. They wouldn't let them, no matter what, they couldn't, they wouldn't let them in. And they went back, and they went back sad. They thought their mission failed. They thought they, they did nothing. They went all the way there, they tried, they didn't get in. Years later, <clears throat> years later, one of these Bachram was by a chasana. He's by a chasana. He's by a chasana of uh, a friend of his son. And he meets the grandfather of the, of the boy. And they're talking, and it's his father's family. And they're talking about the early years. Somehow they go back to this time. And the grandfather says, you want to know what type of simcha this is? I want you to know the simcha of what it is that I have, Baruch Shemineklach, that I'm getting married, Shemitah Mitzvos. Mitzvahs. You see, when I came, this grandfather tells this man, he says, when I came here over to Israel, there to Israel, they took me and they threw me in a camp and they tried to tell me that Torah Mitzvahs is the old age and I'm not supposed to keep Torah Mitzvahs and I should cut my payas and, that's, and all this. And I started, honestly, I started to believe them. I was in this camp and they were... They were infiltrating my mind and my heart and I started to believe them. Then one day, I'm looking outside and I see comes to the gates these two Jews. And these Jews have beards and have payas and they look and big yarmulkes and tzitzis and I say, they've been telling us all this time that Jews like this don't exist. Look, they do exist. They're lying. They're clearly lying to us. This is not that mystic way. And I knew it from seeing those Yidin. They didn't let them in, but I knew it, and look what I built, Baruch Hashem, this grandpa saying. And this man he's talking to was one of those Yidim, one of those Bachram, who thought he failed, who thought he went and he didn't get in and he did nothing. He changed the trajectory of, of this entire Mishpacha. Because Baruch Hu runs the world. We never know what's really going on. We think things are happening in our life that sometimes seem like failures and they're the biggest Brachas. We think things look like they're raw, but they're really toiv. V'nahapachu, v'nahapachu. We have to feel that's the nister of this world. That's the nister of Purim. But when you know it and you know the Rabbanishim is always there, 
Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.